Hello, gallivanters and friends. This is the Girls Out Gallivanting podcast, where we come together to discuss our travel experiences, travel tips, and updates on what is happening in the travel world. As always, we are going to kick it off with a globetrotter, but this week we're going to do it a little bit differently. I'm doing the globetrotter instead of Natasha. (laughs) She's giving me a look. What's that look, Natasha? There's no look. There's no look. Just come correct. You have no. There should be a brown person. There should be a brown person, um, or at least a brown friendly person. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I think my person is all right. Okay. All right. I can deal that. I can deal with that. All right. All right. So this week, our globe trotter is our very own Natasha. Right? <laughs> the reason she is our globe trotter is because she is moving home. Oh, she is coming back yes. to us. Come <laughs> home to me, Charlene. <laughs> and in my mind, there is no one more worthy than the uh, globe trotter slot Amen. than Natasha because she left us. When was that? Back in 20, 2018? In 2018 for Atlanta. And then instead of coming back, Dr. Matt decided that they were going to move to Wisconsin. And then he tried us by asking her, well, what do you think of Colorado? No, no, sir. (laughs) No, sir, Dr. Matt. Absolutely not. (laughs) And so I am so happy that she is coming back to the area and we'll actually be able to do some gallivants as a group, which is not something we've been able to do aside from when we all came out to Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. I'm going to tell us a little that. bit about your uh your preparations. Oh my god! It's it's You're actually here right now. But no, <laughs> I'm I'm currently uh live from my parents' house. Um and what, what? I know and um we have been on the hunt for housing here. We um are trying to get job stuff secured. Um, so I won't go into detail what Dr. Matt is going to be doing here, but um, it's a doctrine. pretty big doctrine, um, but some other stuff too. And so it's a pretty big job here and um, he is looking very forward to it, but it also requires him to do a lot of pre-work um, before he gets started. So um, he'll be doing some of that and then also just figuring out like regular life stuff here, like once we get here, you know, where do the dogs go? What does what happens this way? What happens that way? Dogs plural because the last time we recorded, you only had one. Well, that's so true, I forgot about that. Yeah, I we have a a new gallivanter. His name is Cosmo. Um, he is very much uh, a Levy, a Harper Levy dog. One um, B is not impressed. Um, but, uh, he, he didn't ask for a brother. He didn't, he didn't ask for a brother. And I quite honestly, like the best kind of snapshot of what our life is like now with the second dog is when we went to go get Cosmo, which was a, we just want to go take a look at a dog, which 
Everybody on the planet knows that you don't just when go take that a ever look work? at a dog. You just don't. You don't just go take a look at anything, Mm-mm. really. Mm-mm. So we went to go take a look at a dog, um, met Cosmo, and fell in love. Decided that we were going to put both of them in the car. Um, and 1B has a car seat, like a doggy car seat. Um, mm-hmm. And we decided that I came up with this bright idea that I'm just going to put them both in the doggy car seat. That was a terrible idea. Uh, 1B proceeded to throw up on Cosmo and then Cosmo proceeded to throw up on me. So that... No! (laughs) (laughs) That is indicative of a life with two dogs. Um, So question, for the road trip from Wisconsin to here, are they riding in separate vehicles? How is this going to work? Separate car seats at least? Like, what are we doing? They now have separate car seats. I think I sent y'all a picture because I am um, particular uh, and I wanted matching car seats for the both of them in the car. It makes sense to me. Why would you have mismatched car seats? Thank you. And so they have their own separate car seats, um, but Cosmo, unlike 1B, who knows that cars equal fun things, like we go to the vet, but we also go to the park or we go get a pup cup or we go, you know, do all these other things. Cosmo believes that car seats are of the devil and should be treated as such. Um, and so every car ride thus far that has happened with Cosmo in the car has in- consisted of excessive crying and almost scratching up my good, good leather seats. So in the BMW. In the BMW. So uh we have arranged it so that he can't do that anymore um and uh we now have um quiet time treats in the car that you can give to dogs uh of his size and they don't have um they're not medicinal anything they're just like they have um, all natural substances really i knew you were th- i saw that face i saw that face <laughs> They got doggables. <laughs> they do have doggables. They do. And so this this is definitely something that will need to be worked out prior to you all's next RV trip, unless they're not going. Because well, you all yeah. didn't have any dogs. No. no where was Milo? Milo where was Milo? When you... Milo came okay. with us way. So when we did the RV trip with um, back in 2020, Milo was with us for half of the trip. That's actually a really funny thing. The second half of the trip, he stayed with uh, Dr. Matt's parents, his his grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the time, Milo was getting very finicky about what he would and wouldn't eat, and he would only eat eggs in the morning. And so we got a very <laughs> frantic call one morning from his grandparents saying he's not eating. We don't know what to do. And so Dr. Matt's like, well, what did you feed him? And he's like, well, we've dog food. And they were like, well, we gave him eggs. No, they were like, we made him eggs like you told us to. But um, we've been putting seasoning in the eggs. And Matt goes, you're going to shut down his kidneys. Like, don't. <laughs> you can't give him, like, garlic, salt, and pepper eggs for breakfast. Like, that's not. <laughs> they put some they put some Tonys in there Wait, <laughs> he was very he is very particular he likes cheese uh you know he was he was he was a 
he was a little teeny person trapped in a this, yeah. very This sounds doll. like my child yeah. who is now 15 months old. She went through this whole stage where she was not eating eggs. Mm-mm. And one day we were at a restaurant. Diego had an omelet. She ate that. So now I buy the little, I think they're called just an egg or something like mm-hmm. that. And I get the one with chorizo in it because you know she's Mexican. <laughs> And so it's like chorizo, peppers, <laughs> onions, cheese. And she will eat that yeah. with all that mixed in yeah. it. But she will not eat just plain scrambled no, eggs. Why? Like, why? I've seen, mm, I don't blame her. I've seen what you can do. Why would I want you to do less now? Why? Right. <laughs> um, but also, I just want to give a special shout out in this transition to all the remote workers because... I mean, you've had the same job throughout this. I week. really have. I mean, you you've been able to just pick up and be like, okay, we're next. Yeah, it's it's fine. I really have. I, <laughs> I give a good shout, log in. Shout out to to my colleagues because I think they've you know it's it's hilarious because they are like, well, where are you now? You know, and I'm like, oh, well, I'm in Atlanta. Or, oh, I'm in uh, Airbnb because we're waiting on you know x y and z oh um i'm in a hotel uh because we got you know this happened and this happened so it's you know there's always something new and um you know and as you know things happen and you move around and you know your colleagues are like you know picking up the slack for you at times when you're like i've got Mm -hmm. the carpet people the roof guy and the movers all here at the same time I'm I'm gonna need to call you back or can we move this meeting? You know, I think it's 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 also great to have people that you work with who kinda understand um that that life happens and, and they can they can flex it a little bit as well. Thank you, Natasha. And I really am well, you don't work in the government, but I know right. I'm so happy that, <laughs> hey, that you are coming boots. back this summer. Me too. All right, Tiffany, it is over to you for uh, Twitch Travel 2. Yes. Um, we're going to talk about some twitting going on, twitting and tweeting. That's what <laughs> twitting and tweeting. Uh, so I learned a new thing today. There's a rapper and from Alabama. Her name is Chica. I guess it's Chica. It looked like Chica, but anyway. <sighs> she uh, went to Twitter to complain that she was sitting in first class with some toddlers and the toddlers woke her up. Now, she's not the first person to complain about, you know, where children should and shouldn't be and what they should and shouldn't do. She's not the first person. But the thing is, let me just read the tweet to you. And I quote, the lady next to me who thought it would be a good idea to buy yourself and your twin infants first class seats on a red eye flight who just woke me up by bringing your screaming bastard to our seats to soothe her. I just bought $34 Wi-Fi at 4 a.m. to call you a stupid B-word. P.S. I hate you and I hope you get paper cuts between each finger tomorrow, you senseless wench. Like, are you literally mentally delayed? What makes you think a one-year-old will shut their B.A. up on a seven-hour flight that takes off one effing a.m. You already had them up past bedtime. I don't care the circumstance. Take your a to economy at least. 
I'm so pissed off right now. I already had trouble falling asleep. And as soon as I do, you bring the consequence of your sexual promiscuity into my life. I got noise cancellation on and I still woke up. F you, garden tool, choke. Oh my God. Let's take a moment to breathe because it was heavy. So, bottom line, she, the internet dragged her. So, firstly, firstly, come to find out, those weren't just um, regular schmegular uh, churn. Uh, they belong to, uh, what the lady name is? Zonique. T.I.'s people. T.I. and uh, T.I. and Tani's daughter. Yes. They were her kids. Oh. T.I.'s grandbabies. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so, of course, um, Zonique, ain't that her name, Zonique? Zonique. Bring way to so, bag. My goodness. Yeah. So, obviously, this person, so I had never heard of this person, but apparently, I went to dig up, who was this chick, Chica girl? Apparently, she was uh, nominated for a Grammy for, like, up-and-coming rapper or something like that. So, apparently, she's been out for a while. I'm not in that scene, so I had never heard of this chick until she started doing ignorant stuff on Twitter, talking about the wrong people, kids. So... Obviously, it got messy. Twitter did what it did. Um, She later came and did what she thought (laughs) was an apology, but it really was not an apology. You know how some people don't know how to apologize? (laughs) This was apology said, y'all. Stay mad. Being upset at a person ranting about an annoying baby that woke them up at 4 a.m. is a cute way to make yourself feel like you're morally superior to someone. You're literally not. Like I've been saying, I wasn't rude to her, and that's what I'm good with. I had the decency to be mad externally somewhere else. My only mistake was doing it on Twitter. I don't feel bad because the response is disproportionate to the mistake. But, like, do your thing, Internet. Y'all already ain't like me. This ain't nothing new. Okay, time. (sighs) Time. (laughs) First of all. She was apologizing. How do you start an apology with stay mad? Because you know what? That just tells me right there that you are not apologizing. That's not an apology. And not sorry it's at bad. all. So it gets better, y'all, though. It gets better. Apparently, she is an avid mental health uh-uh. advocate. Nope. <laughs> and she is now she is now saying that. Um, if you were offended, she's sorry, but what really was going on was that she was experiencing a manic no. episode and I'm sitting over here as a person who have been through mania on several levels. Girl, no, no, no. You was being ignorant and you got caught up and you weren't expecting it to be VTI and VTinies grandkids. Is that what it was, mm-hmm. but enough about her tranquiling, trifling, trash hind pods. She's not the first person to complain about what children are doing and where children should be. If I'm sitting in first class, so my so are, are my babies. Whether I have one baby or if my whole Baylor uh, party of five is in first class, because all of us are sitting in first class. If you have an issue with pregnant people, disabled people babies or anyone else they have these things called private mm-hmm. charter flights and you are more than happy go ahead you, they're free to everyone you don't have to be somebody special to book one mm-hmm. level up sis you can't be on the internet calling people bastards and just it was just very aggressive and very tasteless i just hate that she's now getting more attention 
because now everybody's going to look up who is this chick. So, like, I didn't click on a lot of things about her because I ain't trying to give her no yeah. points by looking yeah. her up on YouTube. But at the end of the, um, I got this article on Vibe Magazine's page. Um, apparently, she has a friend that actually does love her. <clears throat> and <laughs> imagine, there's God is good. Um, all the time. They, so she screenshotted all the time. She screenshotted a text conversation back and forth with one of her friends. Her friend was saying, I just wish you hadn't tweeted this. And Chica was saying, it enraged me. I needed to let it out. So I tweeted all of what I wanted to scream on the plane. And yeah, it was mean. I was mad. Um, And her friend was like, okay, but the internet won't see it like that. You know, like, you need to do a public apology. Like, this was not okay. You know, she was like, these words are harsh. I just wish, I just wish you hadn't used the word bastard too. Like you was doing the most getting on Twitter to say, uh, there's babies crying on my plane already going to get you dragged. You getting dragged, jump, stomp. No girl There's for me inexcusable. And even more so because you're going to sit here and try to blame it Mm -hmm. on having a manic episode now. So she did have some mental health issues. Apparently she had like a suicide attempt or, um, yeah, a couple tweeting years about ago, wanting something. to commit suicide. So she probably does likely have some mental health issues going on. Uh, but as far as this podcast is concerned, all of y'all stop complaining about babies being on planes. They are babies. Guess what they do? They cry, they stink, mm-hmm. they poop. They sleep, they eat, they cry, they stink, they poop, they sleep. They repeat. This sounds like some adults. Yeah. So <clears throat> a couple things for me about this story. One, I'm glad she did not physically act out towards them or act out as that one man did that we saw a few, what is that, like a month ago when he's yelling like, shut that baby up, da 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 and his partner was trying to calm him down the same way the mama was trying to calm down. Oh, he was awful. The baby, right. So I'm glad she didn't do that, but I can't even believe I'm about to say this. Because I guess I'm that old. But this younger generation (laughs) needs to learn (laughs) that social media is not an appropriate outlet. And I will, and I'll say, I'll up it by saying this. If she was a regular person, okay, maybe you could get away with that. But you have a platform. Mm -hmm. You are Grammy nominated Mm -hmm. artists. So this is going to automatically draw attention to you. And you need to learn the difference in what's appropriate for the mm-hmm. group chat. I mean, because y'all know it's so much stuff I send in the group chat that I Listen. wouldn't say out loud. And like, <laughs> but that's the purpose of it. And the thing is, she, like I said, she had this the, friend of the group you know, chat. Mm-hmm. She, the same way she was tweeting, she could have texted that friend that you know hit her up like says you did way too much. Mm-hmm. You was out of pocket. You should have just been texting them like, yo, I'm. Tr- yeah, I can't sleep. like I'm on like, this flight. I'm already this is manic. what's going on. Da, 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 da. Like Ty already know I will send an SOS emoji quit SOS mm-hmm. right now, mm-hmm. or I'll be like, and that's all non-emergency. That is all that chill. needed to be done. <laughs> but also, while these airlines are putting out all this information on everything else, they need to put out a PSA that you're not special because you're flying. I think I heard on another mm. another podcast who was talking about this same topic. It's like 
flying is glorified public there transportation. It is literally and, unless you're on the no fly list. It, anyone has access to guess what? Anyone has access to yep. first class. Mm-hmm. Y'all are all on the same, the same yep. aircraft. You can drive. Right. You can train, you can fly, you can fly private, you can take a boat. Mm-hmm. It's it's not your yeah. aircraft. It's really yeah. not. It's and a bird fly and an engine. All y'all, the first mm-hmm. class dying first anyway. That's why uh, I'm saying. You know what? Bit. I have two things to add <laughs> on to serious. what you're saying, Todd, too, is in, in, because I completely agree, like, that you have a lot of younger people who are using social media to air out their feelings. You have a notes app, a voice memo app. All of the phones come with something. If you really feel all of these emotions, just put it there. If you feel them all, put it there. There have been plenty of times where you you wrote something in the draft and you were like, whoo, thank God I ain't said that. Um, I, mm-hmm. I was mad because just like she said, it was, what, three, four o'clock in the morning when she wrote that tweet, when she bought the Wi-Fi to write that tweet. Even if you were in a, having an episode, no one should be writing anything at three or four o'clock in the morning because you're just not, you're not awake. Mm-hmm. You're not awake enough to have good cognitive thinking. And then second, I would like to, to say, if you start any apology with if you think or if you felt stay, stay mad, mad stay mad, stay mad, just go, just go ahead and um, just go ahead and stop apologizing. You just, like, don't even worry about it. it. And I say this uh, later this week. The Valor and I are are flying to visit mm-hmm. a friend of mine who, who lives near the beach in Alabama. She'll be in first class with me. That that's mm-hmm. where we're sitting. That is where we're sitting. And she's such a good baby. She ain't gonna make no fuss. I mean, she's teething right now. So even if she does, but she our flight is at is at one o'clock in the afternoon. But she's like, been on Earth for fifteen whole months. I think we yeah. can give her a break. But if you want to fly seemingly private, then buy all the seats in first class. Oh no, there you go. Every <laughs> at least. One. And guess what? Like, oh no, these these I are was all falling out of control. I don't even know if the kids use them. Which I'm going to bring up something oh. about that about buying multiple seats. I'm going to bring that up. Oh, but <laughs> guess what? Because guess what? Though you can buy all the seats in first class. That baby sitting in row in row twelve. Got good lungs, and you still oh. be interrupted. So do what you feel is gonna do. But guess what? Like you said earlier, we're all still on the same plane. The baby's fixing his time. Hold on, hold on. Hello, colicky and all. <laughs> so yeah, so that's she was the main twit just because, um, you know, unfortunately her stuff blew up because you ain't messing with Zanik no. babies and. We ain't having, we ain't messing with Ti and Tiny's mm-hmm. parties. We're not doing that. But to a message to all, babies fly. It is expensive public transportation. Um, get over yourselves yeah. and have a good night. That's it. Oh, me. you know what? I have, I have an even better thing. Oh God! If you have what, mm-hmm. you don't trust me. If you have, did you say no? Whoa. That was her. She, she said that. I didn't say that. Where did that come from? Not to do you trust me. I was saying, like, oh, go, oh boy, here it comes, here it comes. No, I was just gonna say we we have the Gallarant and Gallarave section of the podcast there now. There you go. So. It, it, 
write to us. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. There you go. There All you go. Rooms. If you and if you don't want to hear complaining, um, drunk people on a plane, let us that now that is tweetable. Tweet that <laughs> and include the video because and also I do I got a I, I got, got a gallery too. I'm gonna go. If you section is going to be on, it's gonna be okay. Because I got a thing. I was just complaining about this yesterday. If you are a person, I'm not a person who pulls their phone out to like record stuff because I'm, I'm old and I don't, my initial thing when things are happening isn't to pull my phone out. I'm usually late. But anyway, if you are one of those people and people about to start fighting or getting kicked off the plane or some type of juice is going on, you need to pick a pick a direction. Either you're going to focus on photography and getting this footage that we need, or you're just going to leave your phone or sit down and get out the way so the people who have a good view of the foolishness can get the good footage because I'm tired of watching stuff go on on these planes and I can't see. Sit down. If you see the person, if you don't have your phone out and you see the person behind you have their phone out, move your head to the side so we can get the good footage. Director of the That's plane it. fight. Big <laughs> Focus, focus. Watch the fight through your phone, so we know we can see everything. Ridiculous! Oh my goodness, that's it. That's my only rant. Um, travel updates. I just want to say, in addition to now checking checking the CDC and things like that, that's sort of dying down. But now, make sure you check the air quality at your destination. (laughs) Because uh-huh. Natasha, were you all affected by this past week? Well, no, no, I, think she just I wouldn't. Out. No, in Milwaukee, uh-huh. you mean? Like with the no, nothing yeah. at all. Like from the fires from Canada, we, uh, we had nothing. Matter of fact, I had heard about it and had seen all these like wild news reports that I was expecting to fly mm-hmm. into national. And it just looked like hell on earth. I was I was waiting. So right. when it didn't look like that, I was like, oh, okay, it can't be that bad. It just okay. cleared up. So you just got here. It it just cleared up. But I had friends. Uh, well, let me back up a little bit. The reason you all haven't heard from us in a while is because back in March, we recorded an episode, a wonderful episode with a guest co-host, Angie. And uh, the audio did not cooperate. Tiffany tried and tried and tried to get it sorted out, but no luck. And that took us a couple of weeks. And then we sort of lost momentum. But Angie and Brian, they just got back from a cruise out of Baltimore. They went to Bermuda. Yeah, because from Baltimore, they do an overnight cruise to Bermuda. And I called myself hitting them up ahead of time before they got back to say, hey, just so you know, air quality, bad, you know, because of these fires. She was like, yeah, we're almost home. And when we got off the boat, we were like, what is going on? <laughs> so <laughs> it was, it was what, a good four or five days that we were affected in the DMV area. The friend I'm actually going to visit down in Alabama said that it affected her as well for like a day. Wow, really? And that was maybe three or four, that was like three or four days after because I asked her, Mm -hmm. she was like, no, good down here. And then one day all of a sudden she was like, 
oh man, it's down here. So I think if we had gotten the um, yeah, so where we are in Wisconsin, the lake effect causes the air to blow west to east. Yeah, so I think it's over. The fires are over in Ottawa, right? Or like in that general area. I don't know. So we went. We weren't getting it. Mm. I mean, we don't know. It's up be. there. <laughs> <laughs> Mm. People probably forgot Canada was on top oh, of us until this mess happened. <laughs> oh you know, is not an American for strength. All right. But in, in real travel updates, the travel updates this episode will sort of blend into our topics. We're just going to talk about some things that are happening and changing in the world of travel. I sent you all the links. But Mm-mm. Carnival Cruise Line, the fun ship, aka the fun ship, they are starting to crack down on marijuana being taken on the cruises. They want you to know, like, it is illegal to bring the drugs and smoke the drugs upon cruises. They say just that as it is to do so in a concert venue. And people are getting caught up because they're like, well, in my state, it's legal, but federally, marijuana is still illegal. And when I watch a lot of To Catch a Smuggler, you're not supposed to be transporting that stuff. That's also illegal, even if it's personal use. So what they're starting to do down to the Carnival uh, Cruise Line at some of these ports and on some of the ships, you will start to see drug dogs. They, they're cracking down. They said these dogs are going to be part of the security team. Mm. You all are making so many faces. These dogs will be a part of the security team. And people who get caught will be removed from the cruise. And they are also going to, this part I didn't really understand. Carnival is also going to institute a a curfew. So when 1 a.m. strikes, if you are under the age of 17, you can't be out in the cruise streets unless you are with your adult. Now, I'm okay with that. Uh, maybe not one. So, I'd probably push it to two, but I'm lenient. Or, or maybe actually not even at seven. I think the age should come down a little bit. Maybe no, like 16. 14. Yeah. 16. Yeah. Like, and mm-hmm. I'm thinking about my own kids, the, the, especially like the not so um, mature one. Like at what age as a parent would I feel as safe as I can feel with them just being out on a, on a ship, walking around doing what teenagers are going to do. And I think at like 14, 15, that's fine. Like, at but whatever they're going to do 12, at, at midnight, do they'll do it new exactly. because they're exactly. kids. They're kids. My issue with this is that in all of the footage, like Tiffany just brought up, that we have been seeing of fights breaking out and things of that nature, never once has it been anyone it 17 has, or younger. Thank you. I was... You know why? Yeah. So they came they, So when they said a curfew, <laughs> I was under the impression of, oh, okay, 
you know, the bars are closing early, or you know, something like that, a curfew for yeah. for the adults they because so they're it's not doing the that adults also? who are causing yeah. the problems. Mm-hmm. Or maybe, or maybe this is a safety thing for them to say, you know what? The grown-ups don't know how to act, so we're going to go ahead and make sure the kids are safe, <laughs> safe and sound in the rooms by the time the mm. grown-ups start acting a fool. But what is it? Why do the kids have a curfew? But even then, the grown-ups are doing... hat on right the now. The grown-ups are doing, are cutting up in the middle of the day. I've yet to see a an right. overcast or an evening fight. <laughs> amongst grown yeah, people. The footage it's is always, always 2 uh, o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon, 10 a.m. <laughs> these are, these are daylight nice. hours <laughs> of foolery. Listen, that drink package it, is something. It, it, it trips up every time. <laughs> the only, you know what though? Okay, so as a person who is not opposed to um plants that catch on fire and may cause you to think differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I am okay with, because, you know, it has a distinct mm-hmm. o- aroma, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Um, and quite frankly, like, if I wasn't, like, used to that smell, I would probably be like, why are you doing it? I think it's akin to, like, cigarette smokes. And y'all know I used to smoke cigarettes for a long time and even when I was a cigarette smoker I didn't want to be around cigarette smoke unless I was smoking a cigarette like mm-hmm. I was a considerate smoker I didn't smoke in my house like because I don't like the smell and so when you're on a ship and there's thousands of people the same way I want consideration where people are on a boat smoking I would I would want that same you know that same mm-hmm. respect you know just consideration a little bit that we I don't would, smell like I appreciate that yeah so I don't understand why these people who want to bring their drugs on the fun ship don't See, just get some So That's where I'm at with it. Because you dumb. So now you dumb. You know what? Like, you don't even deserve <laughs> drugs. You don't. You don't even deserve <laughs> drugs. Because smart people would just, just eat, eat their we drugs. We went to the car. So we were in. Just um, eat it. We were in uh, Seattle, Washington. And it's been legal in Washington State for a, a while. And we rented the car and it smelled like dead. And yeah, and we no. were, and we were and the car was clean. It was nice. It was presentable. It just smelled like trees. So we were like, you know, we actually don't want to rent this car. Is there some is there another car? Now imagine that you're on a cruise ship. There's nothing they can do to that room to change the smell. Like nothing. There's there might be ways that they can do to dampen the smell or to make it a little more amenable to someone. But if you're in that room and there are no more of that class because carnival cruises and a lot of these cruise lines sell out of a class in their rooms, then you have to lose money and upgrade people. And if enough, if enough times that that happens, I, so I can, I can see that. I can, I can definitely see it. As somebody who's, mm-hmm. who's very sensitive to certain smells, Nah, I wouldn't stay in a room that smelled like that. Eat your drugs. So they are, they are good. Eat, eat your drugs. That's today's, today's lesson. That's the name of today's podcast. Eat your drugs. Um, they are going to fine violators five hundred dollars. That's it, and possibly deny them. No, that's not it but possibly deny them the right to board. So if you are going through security, the security checkpoint to get on the ship, 
mm-hmm. you know, pre pre cruise, mm-hmm. day zero, and they check your bags or the drug dogs. <laughs> this one, they'll be like, step out of line. Oh, don't worry about it. The ship is leaving without you. <laughs> And if and again, yeah. I want to just reiterate: if you are a person who is standing behind somebody who um dog smelled their drugs, please be sure that you <laughs> zoom out so we can see the full picture of them being searched and um arrested, because that's really what's important here. If you really care about the people, that's Why? what you do. That's Cause somebody, somebody gonna think, man, they don't, they ain't gonna find this junk, and they're gonna do it because people are dumb. Oh my god! Okay, Meg. Next up, <clears throat> Air New Zealand is going to start weighing passengers before they no. board the airplane. <laughs> no, what is I'm that? fine with it. <laughs> no. Exactly. Rest in peace, Aliyah. Nope. I'm okay with it. Wait, <laughs> people didn't pay attention in school. Weight distribution is a thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, so what they're saying is from May through July 2nd, they're actually running a survey, a survey that they tried to kick off pre-pandemic, but you know, COVID got in the way. Natasha, I'm not, fix. I'm not. Your I'm not. I feel emotion. Face. I feel so emotion. It, it's okay. So listen. Mm-hmm. All right. So it's a survey that'll gather it'll gather data on the weight load and distribution for planes. They said we See? weigh everything that goes on the aircraft from the cargo to the meals aboard to the luggage in the hold. For customers, crew, and cabin bags, we use average weights which we get from doing this survey. So they're letting you know that no data will be seen. Like you stand on the scale and no numbers pop up for you. No numbers pop up for, for the agent, Natasha. Stop. (laughs) So it says travelers. No, I don't want to misquote them. Travelers will be asked to stand on a digital scale when they check in for flights. The information about their weight is then submitted to the survey, but will not be viewable on the agent's screen. They will also place their luggage on another identical scale for separate weighing. And they say, we know stepping on the scales can be daunting. We want to reassure our customers there is no visible display anywhere. No one can see your weight, not even us. Here the thing. And so me, um, they're saying among the people who may uh, start taking part of the survey are those traveling directly from Auckland to JFK in New York, which fun fact, it's a 17 hour flagship route and that's the one of the longest no it is the longest flight in the world 17 hours i can't do it oh imagine if there was a bunch of babies on that one listen 15 15 hours got me coming back from so i don't know but you know what though okay 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 i lie it was the 12 it was the 12 hours going (laughs) to qatar that got me the 15 coming back didn't get me because i upgraded to q suite i was like wait time I was like, I distinctly remember you being like, nah, I'm about to get a Q-suite. So I- <laughs> Honestly, I feel the flight wasn't long enough. I still had a few more of their uh, mocktails to try, a couple of the meals, you know, like that was just wonderful. So I have emotions about this. I'm, I already know. 
it's not so much that I'm worried about <laughs> stepping on a scale per se. I don't want to step on a scale, but it is the fact that why New Zealand? Why do they like what you trying to say about the people in New Zealand? I got something, you know, like I just feel a kind of way about that. So that's one number one. Number two, um, I was weighed at the water park. I don't know. So we, when we went to me too. Well, yes. I was weighed to get on a ride on the uh on one of Carnival <laughs> ships. It, it almost oh, didn't what? make the cut. Yes. So You're I was waiting to get ready to go on one of the 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 water was it a water ride? Or it was like the sky so, coaster or something. I don't I know. Say, I think I rode it with like goes T. Track up at the top, like the sky, you pedal it and it goes around. Mm-hmm. Is it that no. thing? Time? I think well, it was I, that. I was waiting to get on the one of the water rides at Universal Studios, the water park. And I'm gonna tell you right now, there's you can say that the person on the other end doesn't see a number, but when they put you on that scale and then they tell your spouse to go ahead and step on that scale with you, they can see a number. I'm not, I'm not even going to believe that they don't see anything. <laughs> no, at water parks, they can see a number mm-hmm. because I've seen it at, um, I think it's Kalahari and Round Rock, and it could be another indoor water park. But some of those, because I look, I'm like, oh, I want to see what it says. I didn't it want to has see it. I didn't a want to number. See the and if it doesn't go over a certain number. I didn't. And I'm not going to believe that, you know, Betsy Sue on the other side of whatever can't see. She could see the number of the, of the, of the suitcase because that's how they're going to charge you for overbet, for overweight fees on a suitcase. So no, I'm I I personally don't like this idea. Find somebody else to do it, and also on a like a mental health note, a mental health kick. There are some people who are truly traumatized by stepping on a scale, like just the act of stepping on a scale. Mm-hmm. Right, me. So can you opt out? I ain't even like. Learning. Is there an opt out feature if you're like no, like even though I you have told me that you can't see it. I feel like you can see it. And the fact that it is even happening is a traumatic experience. I don't want to be a part of it. I don't think that's as traumatic as watching people get turned away from that ride. Oh my God. Yeah. So there were people, there were people in front of me. Uh huh. And, and they had to turn around and it wasn't just one person. Humiliating. I was like, don't feel bad. I'm no, like, you know, it, I almost feel like so. One of the rides that we did at Universal, mm-hmm. they, you know, like you can do the mock seats to make sure that you can fit in the seat. Well, mm-hmm. the mock seat for one mm-hmm. of the rides was literally like, as you are stepping into the into the lane, they pull you out to go and do the mock seat. And I was like, why didn't you get me thirty minutes ago when I was standing outside? All of that said, they put you in right. the mock seat. And instead of making you leave, because there were people who, who couldn't, who were too big for the ride, they were like, oh, you can go in this lane instead. Like, that was the language that they said. They're like, oh, you can go in this lane instead. And then mm-hmm. once you got around the corner, then they were like, okay, you, you are actually too big to fit into the seat, or you're not, or it's good. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it nice. made people feel less um, ostracized. 
targeted it was just like putting better language and putting more thought into how you're going to do this thing to keep everyone safe i think you can do both so yeah no um yeah i mean i do recall one flight i'm not even sure where i was going this was years and years and years ago and we didn't even have seat assignments it was like the a second leg of something and they just looked at us they would look one person up and down. You sit there. Look the next person. Wow. You sit here. Like so that out. they could balance out mm-hmm. that small, mm-hmm, the small plane. Mm-hmm. I think so you did that when I, I came to Tiffany. Denver. I mean, to uh, Colorado to see you because we took mm-hmm. that little yeah, pole jumper over there. I think it was it was about that time frame. So mm-hmm. it could have been. But I'm with Tiffany. I'm like, come on, let's get on the scales because also that people like. But that's why, like at the end of the day, it's about safety. And quite frankly, Mm -hmm. you know, you you big, you know, you big. If you Mm -hmm. small, you know, you small. Um, I weigh one hundred and forty-seven point three pounds, but I'm I wear the same size jeans as a friend who is one hundred and sixty-five pounds. So at the end of the day, yeah, like they really just need the data. Mm -hmm. They just need the data. Because we ain't trying to be getting paying. We we, didn't, we lost enough money during COVID. We can't lose no more money on lawsuits because the plane then went down. Because Becky said that she weighed 147, but for real, it's 447. What? That is 300 pound difference. I'm just saying. My driver's <laughs> license has said I weigh 150 pounds since the first time I got Ma'am. one. I'm two weight loss surgeries. How long ago was that? That's like 10 years ago. Um, let's see. I'm 10. Because she's again? not. Because I mean, wait. How, like, how I wanna, old are you again? I want to hear say. I want to I hear what. She was no, just doing some math. 46. Oh, remember, oh, remember Natasha. Now she's lying. Remember now she's <laughs> lying up. So people you can say that she looks good for her. Yes. You are you are good girl. in the world. <laughs> Girl, cause I got these wrinkles. You see these forehead? I'm about to boat when I go down there to get my tummy tuck. I'm about to get some Botox to the Medi Spa. Cause anyway, so yes, I'm here for it. Jesus, give me oh, safety man. first. Okay. All right. Next up, Skip Lagged. Have you all heard about yes, Skip Lagged? I love Skip Lagged. Absolutely, yes. And I'm yeah. mad that other people Amen. have. Thank you. Okay, right. So <laughs> I heard so I've heard about Skip Lag, you know, forever ago. Never used it though, because I've never I don't know, not, never really felt I needed to. But here recently, the past couple of weeks, Diego has been prepping for a trip to a work trip that's taking him to Germany and then it's ending in Italy. And Ooh. he wants me to go with him. And I'm like, okay, how how can we make this this happen? Because what I'm not doing is riding that far with that baby gallivanter in my lap. I don't understand. You know what? Insert gallivant here. Now, for these local flights, I totally agree. A two-year-old should be in my lap. But who who is flying far mm-hmm. with a mini terrorist in there? Could you imagine? Like that. 
please stop talking um, about excuse my me don't talk about okay we're not talking about my baby like that next okay y'all fly far with her <laughs> she can sit with me auntie she got needs you. her own seat she needs her own seat not because y'all. you keep calling her a terrorist however because she deserves to be comfortable that is why she needs her own seat. She deserves to be comfortable as oh. well. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we're not gonna keep not gonna keep calling my Understood. Well, so this is actual footage of her um, asleep on top of my head. I don't see head. any problems here. Yeah, I don't need to see this picture. She, she looks is laid incredibly out. comfortable. Mouth halfway <laughs> open, drool everywhere on her mama. Head, like the princess. Don't know that why she her whole is. body is atop my head, but there's no way I would survive a flight mm-hmm. like that. No, I agree. Get so I was looking class. at skip lagged. I saw, you know, mm-hmm. some with hidden cities and mm-hmm. some regular ones. But of course, here recently they've been in the news because you know, you know, they tried to take old boy who created oh, skip right. leg yeah. to court and mm-hmm. i heard about that wait he keeps uh, did they do it again oh my god right. so um i think twice so once an airline tried to sue him for i think seventy five thousand dollars in loss yeah in loss fees he won and then <clears throat> i think another airline sued just for like unethical practices you know, you know because they're, in the they're mad that people aren't yeah they're, mm. they're mad that people aren't completing their flights and i'm like okay well if you all appropriately priced these tickets in the first place people would there have to do that that part there you go there you go so we're all Look, we're all in agreement. You know, there's on another that. flight, another. Um, I just recently learned this one. Another system, kind of like Skip Lag. So if you have a, what, what and I'm gonna have to Google it while I'm thinking, but if you, um, so a lot of times when you go into a country, especially if you are doing like country hopping, you may not have an exit ticket. Mm-hmm at this time when you're going into the country so let's say i'm going to sri lanka and then i'm gonna fly over to to india then i might not have and my exit ticket from sri lanka into india but i still need to show sri lanka at customs that i'm leaving their country so there is a website that you can Mm -hmm. get an exit ticket basically and it's a real ticket but it does all of the processing for you of canceling that ticket before the cutoff time. So I'm curious that to see. Yeah, I'm like, so if you need a, oh, if you need an exit down. ticket, so let's say like you're you're landing in Sri Lanka at 10 a.m. and you're waiting in customs, you could literally go uh-huh. on that site at 10:01, buy your exit ticket, show it to the customs person at. 10 30 and then that ticket is returned and money back into your account or what have you by 11 a.m like i was looking at it like i have i am going to need this at some point i just don't need it right now but this is amazing when you Mm. find the information save it in our i will our episode 
notes so we can talk about it in like the next episode whenever that might be i promise it won't be three months again it won't pinky swear pinky swear yeah we we pinky swear okay so the last thing (laughs) the last thing i have is just i think a cute a cute story but there was a man who flew across country with his 140 pound great dane my dog Natasha made me kick my dog out of the office before we started recording this episode because he was snoring and they were both like Natasha and Tiffany were like is that Lux snoring in the background I'm like what I don't even hear it because I tuned him out but you know he weighs Mm. 160 but he's an Italian massive so he's shorter and beefier this guy's traveling 140 pound Great Dane on an American Airlines flight he bought himself one seat. He bought the dog two seats. <laughs> that is lovely. And the viewer, said, the viewer said that the dog on the cross-country flight, the dog stood up, sat down, took naps, and interacted with other people in the cabin. But I just thought that was the cutest thing. Just people doing what they mm. are supposed to be doing. He did the right thing. He didn't sneak, try to sneak the dog on a flight. He bought, he bought out the row. I love it. And I bet that that great, I'm telling I'm you, be a dog. great day was probably in heaven. Yes. Just happy as a lark. Okay. You, If you look at these, at these uh, TikTok videos, it is, and he's just too cute. The link is in the um oh the message I sent. So Natasha, that's the standard, and you already know one being Cosmo don't Absolutely like to not. sit together. So when you all travel, you get on no. that plane. I expect no. Dr. Matt to be, and you know how you know when parents have a larger family, like they have to sit in front of one another, and one person has a kid or two, and then the other person has a kid or First two. First of yeah, all, that's how one you doctor. One B is maybe eleven pounds, maybe. And Cosmo believes that he is hundred and eleven pounds, but is five. So no. <laughs> so they're, they're like they're going under, under the, the seat, seat in they're, front of I mean, me. It's already expensive, in all honesty. I think it's like, generally speaking, I think the cheapest seats that I've seen for carrying your dog onto the plane is $125. So it's our, and that's one way. So it's already going to be what $500 for me to take both dogs round trip anywhere. Mm -mm. You go under the seat. You you go under the seat. (laughs) Unless the tickets are are cheaper than the Mm. under the seat price, you go under the seat. Mm -mm. Oh, man. All right, that was the last topic. Natasha, I never said you had a gallery. So, um, yesterday? Yeah, yesterday uh, I flew into National from um, from Mike Airport, Milwaukee, uh, General Mitchell Airport. And uh, it was a direct flight. The flight is fairly short. It's like an hour and some change or a couple hours. Um, and there was a, I took Southwest. No problems with Southwest. Southwest did amazing. They were on point. Uh, I sat in front as a very talkative man who 
wanted to have a whole conversation with his seatmate who he didn't know. So, so <laughs> this was a fairly full flight. Like there weren't too many open seats available. The plane is already pretty loud. And the man proceeds to have getting to know you conversation with the woman in the seat directly behind me. So I'm sitting next to the window. She's directly behind me. He's on the aisle and he's not a, like a soft talker and he has to be louder because the plane is loud. He talked for the entire flight and I wish I was joking. I don't. But did but she, she talk, talk back? back in like the right. wow, nice, huh? You don't say. <laughs> I like that. Right. I don't want to be talking well, she to you. She is held hostage. She was held hostage, <laughs> and I, I was fighting with myself. Honestly, I've never had this like visceral reaction of wanting to turn around and go, "Could you please shut up." Like, just stop talking. Just this, she doesn't want to talk to you anymore because I don't want to speak on behalf of this poor woman. I get the social cues that you don't want to talk anymore. But maybe that's how you answer you questions. You know what you should have done, you Natasha? <laughs> Natasha, maybe you should no, have ma'am. taken no, to Twitter no. to let out your frustrations. <laughs> I went to my notes app. And I just typed everything that I wanted to say. <laughs> no, he, he he genuinely talked the whole flight. And then we are solidly, like, landing. He starts to get quiet. And I'm like, oh, like, you chose now to be quiet. That's funny. But all right. Like, no big deal. We are, you know, we're at the gate. We're, you know, milling about, trying to get all our stuff and get on. And there's a slight pause at the gate, and he takes that as his cue to start round two of talking. I, oh, he was I, there. I have never got dirty <laughs> looks like that in my entire life. But when I tell you, if looks could kill, that man would have been under the plane. Both wheels would have been over him. I, I was so mad. I just, and I, and I shouldn't have had that reaction, but, um. Don't don't talk to strangers on the plane. Say hello. <laughs> say hello. Ask, you know, if say excuse me if you have to reach over them, you know, do your, you know, if they feel if they look like they want to continue talking, by all means continue talking. But um plain etiquette, just be quiet. Do do stay in your space. <laughs> stay in your for the good of everybody else around you. <laughs> I agree. Tiffany, do you have a Gallarant or a Gallarave? Do you have a Gallarant or a Mm Mm-hmm. Me? Mm-hmm. I already told y'all mine. I'm just upset about the, you know, lack of days before people are filming. Take your job Okay, so we actually have a Gallarant from one of our listeners. Oh, my God. People listen to us. That is cute. Our tens and tens of listeners. (laughs) That is my favorite commercial. (laughs) My tens and tens of followers. Okay, so her name is I Grant Wishes. Um, So she reached out with a Gallarant. Mm -hmm. 
She's employed with an agency and travels periodically for her job, which she enjoys. Traveling and comfort mm-hmm. is of the utmost importance. For her, this includes compression socks and oh. Birkenstocks. Amen. When traveling for work, we already know they are booking the least yeah. expensive seat that they can find. Like, what's the cheapest? Book it. So on her most recent trip, her boss was also booked on the same flight with her. No big deal at all. But after the trip, her boss reached out via email stating, when we're traveling, you're representing the agency and the attire is business casual. Now, this was never discussed before, but the supervisor took this opportunity to email the policy. And she's been with the agency for like, I think three-ish years or something like that. What took the cake was the travel day was a Sunday. Tiffany, thoughts? You're on mute though. Mm-hmm. Um, that's because I was cussing. Um, uh, how do I say this? This is a family-friendly show. So I'm, I'm assuming they were not on the company's private private jet right no Mm-mm. okay so what the problem is because firstly don't nobody even know why you on southwest you mm-hmm. on spirit delta american airlines nobody knows where you're there nobody even would even if they did know where you were for they do not care because you want a bitch we an economy next mm-hmm. economy Oof. no on a sunday Oof. On, a, no. on the lord's day you come on the on the day of our God. You want me to get a blood clot to my lung on the day of our Lord? <laughs> a blood clot to the lung? Because if I don't have my compression socks on, y'all know my stuff ain't right. I just find it funny, and I want to know what that half a hat on, Tramp. Because what you had on, my Berkies and socks probably look cuter than your little raggedy ass Charter Club outfit. I, I, okay, I'm gonna go back on you because I'm getting triggered. I just think it's interesting that if you were talking about me, you didn't talk to me. If you feel that way, say it with your chest. Say it to my face. You do not have to beat around the bush. Come ask me, why are you wearing Birkenstocks and compression socks? And I'd be like, because I'm in my early millions and I want to be comfortable. And (laughs) and I want my circulatory system to continue working. Why do you need to know? Why do you need to know? You don't know. If I was sitting at the desk and had on Birkenstocks, and and compression socks with a three-piece suit you still wouldn't know i would stand up maybe change shoes and then you might know you don't know so what does it matter to you this this right here oh no i want to see what that woman wore on the plane in the in the Mm -hmm. hotel lobby to the conference, I want to see her outfit. And if I haven't seen that outfit, walk down the runways of New York Fashion Week, Mm-mm. then we might have to call a meeting to talk about it. Levels of rude. Absolutely Levels not. Levels of rude. Mm-mm. Yeah, I thought so too. But anyway, that is it for this episode. Be social with us. We're at GOG Travels on all platforms. And if you have a gala rant or a gala rave, reach out to us at info at GOGTravels.com. Bye. Bye. Bye.